Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. To get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make it better. Do you really think we can? Well, good evening, everyone. It is Tuesday night. That's why we know it's Blog Talk Radio time, and uh, it is. Uh, the first Tuesday in, uh, in 2016, and uh, very excited to be back again. We've uh, taken a break from uh, Block Talk Radio over the holidays, but uh, we're back again. We're going to have a great lineup uh, this coming year. Uh, as I've told you so many times, uh, how much I, I love introducing you, my catch audience and friends, uh, to people who uh, have been really special in my life, people who I've met along the way, and uh, I just think we all need to be exposed, and the more we can be exposed to people who are doing some really surprising and significant and daring things, um, the more it gives us courage uh, to live a life that's really committed to the Lord and committed to adventure and following what he has for us to do. So that's why we have this. That's why we have Log Talk Radio to introduce you to uh, some wonderful folks. Um, and uh, tonight is no exception. Uh, I have a, the privilege of sharing with you uh, a fellow musician who uh, I go back to the early 70s, actually, with this guy and uh, with his amazing career in music. I have very much respect for him, uh, mainly because he's just pretty much charted his own course, and that is not an easy thing to do, especially when it comes to music. We're going to talk about that tonight, but with our guest, Jeff Johnson. Jeff, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, John. It's a, really a great pleasure to be speaking with you. And uh, you are on an island somewhere uh, up there in the, <laughs> the northwest, right? Well, some of my yeah, friends up here who live on islands that you have to take a ferry to uh, would yeah. not agree with that statement. Kameno uh, Island has a bridge to it, so they, they argue that it's not technically an island. But for me, it is an island. I look out over the water, and I'm really happy that I have a bridge and I have to I don't have to wait for those doggone ferries. So uh, but oh, I live yeah. on Camano Island, which is just uh, its about an hour, a little over an hour north, uh, northwest of downtown Seattle. Oh, fantastic. I love it. If I didn't live where I live now, uh, which is in Laguna Beach, California, which seems a lot like Seattle because of the rain we're getting now, um, <laughs> but if I, didn't live, if I didn't live here, I would be up there. Uh, that's my second yeah. choice. So uh, yeah. who knows? No, maybe uh, maybe we'll end up there sometime before before we're all done with this. Um, life is an adventure, and uh, <laughs> gosh, uh, Jeff, I'm trying to remember. I have, I you know, I I can't remember when 
when I first met you, but you know what my first, here are my first thoughts about Jeff Johnson. He's forming his own record company. Why is he doing that? And uh, <laughs> I can remember that. And uh, uh, I just, I, 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 I admired you and I also, uh, you know, uh, you know, couldn't figure it out at, in those days. Of course, now I, I, see the wisdom, the incredible wisdom of what you created and the fact that Art Record is still going. Tell us tell us why you did that. Tell us about the beginnings. <laughs> well, um, I've always been rather uh, presumptuous, and um, I think you have to be pretty <laughs> presumptuous to start a record company. Um, and, and it really, you know, to call it a record company at that time uh, is, is a bit of an exaggeration. But... Um, I, you know, I've been doing music since I was really young, and I've been writing songs since I was young. As a matter of fact, uh, I first met you when I think I was about 17 years old or 18 years old, somewhere right in that zone. And uh, we did a, I, um, a friend. We had a mutual friend that w- that had brought you in to do a concert at Warner Pacific College, and it oh, was yeah. really the first time. Um, his name was Steve, and Steve was a good friend. Well, actually, Steve was my youth director, <laughs> and uh, he. Huh. Uh, he said, Jeff, would you like to play a few songs as the warm-up act? And I said, well, gosh, that would be amazing. And uh, I'd never really done anything like that. I mean, I'd, I had played, I mean, I'd played in front of the public before a lot, but, uh, but a real concert playing my own, my own compositions. And uh, the thing I remember about that is how gracious you were to me. This, is, this, this little talk wow. right now we're having is, is, um, is, really, is really fun because uh, there's so much symmetry in God, in the way God does things, and I love the fact mm-hmm. that that was that was ages ago. I mean, that was forty years ago, and uh, here we are wow. talking still uh, about kind of what's gone on now since. But to get back to your question, um, I uh, I had my own recording studio, which was also a bit of a a big deal back then. Um, I mean, it wasn't yeah. real fancy, but we we put it in the second floor of our. My wife and I got married pretty young, and we a friend of mine named Scott Heibel. And we lived in Portland at this time, where I grew up, and uh, we had a studio. And I, um, I had done a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but I'd done a fair bit of studio work uh, at a commercial studio. I learned how to, you know, how tape recorders worked, how to edit tape, and all those things that none of us use anymore. And then I also had opportunities to, um, to actually write jingles and commercials uh, fairly early on, and and uh, I was able to put together with Scott a small eight-track. Tascam-based recording studio, and you know we got the all the materials secondhand and build our own little you know little studio within the house there, and uh, you know we did our first recording. Both of us did a recording, and we said to ourselves, "Well, what are we going to do now?" And well, you know, I said, "Well, we got to start a record company now," and so we started Arc, Arc Records back then in 1977, wow. and and the first record wow. I ever did was called "The Anvil of God's Word," and. Um, it's uh you know it, it it is what it was <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah um but uh but yeah that's how it all started for me and i i've never really considered not doing that although along the way i've i've worked with a number of bigger labels i've licensed music <clears throat> i i was distributed by sparrow records and was sparrow records for about 7 years um i was part of their metal arc series and then after i left sparrow uh I, I had met uh, the Irish flute player Brian Dunning, and Brian and I recorded for Wyndham Hill. Of course, he was in the band called Night Noise, which was a mainstay for Wyndham Hill. And and so uh, and then along the way, I also did a couple things for a wonderful little label called Hearts of Space. 
And then, like I said, a lot of licensed work. I mean, a lot of our, mm-hmm. music, particularly mm-hmm. Brian's and my Celtic, Celtic recordings have been licensed to other, to other, um, shall we say, other labels. But uh, but here I am still releasing things on the Arc <clears throat> Music label, and um, and really that's um, for me that has been. I don't I don't. You you mentioned that it was a wise move. I, it was really kind of my only move. Uh, but uh, it ended up being. It ended up being a good thing for me, and uh, I, you know, I, I learned so many things along the way. I, I was mentored by mm-hmm. some amazing people uh, when I was at, at when I was at Sparrow Records. Um, you know, I worked with Billy Ray and and Bill Hearn, and they were so gracious to me. And I learned so many things on how things work and how you put together things. And and then, um, uh, you know, there, I could I could name a number of people who just taught me and gave me the grace to uh, kind of make mistakes uh, as well mm-hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm. So, And I made a lot of mistakes, and I'm, I'm still making them. So, so anyway, here I am. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of how it started. Wow, wow. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, I, we, we have a friend. A friend of yours just called in. Phil, are you there? I am here. Hello. <laughs> Hello, you guys. Hello, Jeff is here. Hello. Phil Kagey just called in. This is uh, wonderful. Phil, yeah. thank you so much. Hi. Hey, hey Phil, meet to you. Hello, John. John. <laughs> Who's this? This is John, right? Yeah. Hello, John. Yeah, it is. Sounds just and, like him. And, 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 I, and Phil, I, I, I brought you in because you guys, you two guys have been doing, in the last number of years, have done some projects together. And I just thought it would be great to hear from you as well. Um, <laughs> oh, good, this is, good. This is, but I, now, to, to not get me totally off track, um, because I do have a track I want to go on my questions here. What, where do and Phil, you'll be good on this too. But what do we do with all this music? You know that uh, is just music. Um, how do you know? Are we supposed to be, you know, as Christians, we're supposed to be um, witnessing and spreading the gospel and 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 all of that stuff? And so, where is there where is there a place for being a Christian and just making making music? Um, that well, was hard. See, that was hard hard for us to get to that, wasn't it? And uh, it was at first back today. in the yeah in the seventies. You know, mm-hmm. well, the Psalms, you know, are are. Uh, the ancient hymns, you know, that David and others sang and prayed to the Lord. And, of course, there were silas, which meant musical interludes. So there was a place in worship with with music. And uh, <clears throat> and the Psalms talk about, you know, celebrate the Lord uh, with uh, the the lyre or the lyre and uh, not a jet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the harp and the ten strings and the, and the percussion and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And I think the Lord has called us to create. And some of us are are, are gifted in the areas of melody and chords and, and textures and and all those yeah. other beautiful things that, that are part of the, the whole tapestry and the and the you know and the painting of music. And I love uh the idea that there are times where I've had enough words, you know, except for of course, you know, we need to mm. Meditate on God's word, of course, but there are times when we need to be still and perhaps, you know, express our hearts and our emotions through our instruments uh, at times when we don't even uh, have the words to say or convey. 
I just feel that there's a place for instrumental music. I always have, you know. Look, listen to the music of Bach and other great mm. composers, and and then in our time, there's been so much. You know, sometimes we love a song, uh, not so much because of the lyrics, but because of the melody and what it does to us. And you know, and I think that yeah. Jeff and I have been blessed to make instrumental music and vocal music over the years. But I love I love the projects. The two projects that we did, Frio Suite and Water Sky, are among my very favorite of recordings I've mm. done and collaborated with. So thank you, Jeff, for making mm. that possible for me. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Well, wow. Yeah, there's a place for it. You know, and we 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 uh, embrace it and we we go for it. I don't think Jeff, I don't think uh, I could say it any better than what Phil just said. Um, I mean, he you know the this idea about the Psalms and. Um, is something that I think we forget. Um, all the psalms were—they weren't written to be to be read. They were—they were written to be sung. And you have, uh, as Phil's already alluded to, you have a number of um, of, of, of wording uh, instructions within the psalms that, that obviously refer to instrumental breaks, and mm-hmm. even the word sila, which is. You know, nobody really knows exactly what it is, but it's probably a musical term to pause. But it's not just a pause. It's it's to pause and give glory. It's like a like the it, it serves like a benediction serves, and so I can you can just imagine like David um, singing and and you know mm-hmm. they used to sing antiphonally, meaning that one side or or perhaps a priest or or one of the music leaders they would sing a phrase and then somebody or the the uh, the choir would re, would respond. And uh, it's it's kind of mind-boggling to think what that might have sounded like, but but then you have David going along, and then all of a sudden there's this pause, and 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 he breaks into some instrumental thing that 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 gives emphasis to the words of what he's just sung. It's mm. and so I, like Phil has already so articulately said, um, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know that's that is that is what instrumental music does uh, one of the things that i that i love about instrumental music the good instrumental music is it takes you places i love to take people places in my own music and um and i love to be mm-hmm. taken places by other people's music so this is one of the things that was so and i I've, I've said this to phil before but when i when i had a chance when phil and i first started working together I, you know years ago i used to listen to his master musician and and it would take me places and to be able to to make music with phil and to do that together was just a, a, a was a fantastic opportunity and an honor and uh and I, I totally enjoyed wow. it. So yeah. well, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff Jeff, you use the word uh you, you use the word Sila actually now uh, as a description of some of your 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 work. Tell uh, tell us about that. Well, um about fifteen years ago I, I with some other folks uh wanted to create uh, a contemplative-based uh, prayer and worship service that w- was kind of my version and my take of, of a Tizé service. Tizé is a is a mm. ecumenical community in France, in the Burgundy region, and um, and they are they are a community that lives with one another that uh, that uh, is represented by Protestant. It was actually started by a Protestant, um, uh, Brother Roger, but uh, in, but they're Roman Catholics, they're Orthodox. And they have the most amazing music that is in their service, and they have a a, a, a one hour, typically about a one hour service, three or four times a day, in which the, these choruses, these beautiful choruses and, and instrumentals, are featured, along with some readings and lots of silent prayer. 
and so I had experienced that. Uh, I had also had a rich uh, experience uh, in the whole Celtic, Christian Celtic tradition. And my friends and us and myself wanted to kind of create a service that integrated all that. And uh, so we, uh, we, we created this one-hour service that included hymns and, and some of my music, but Teze music, all kinds of different music, sacred music, and then uh, 10 minutes of silent prayer, usually readings mm. from, uh, reading from the Psalms. And uh, I, we called that the Sila service, and it kind of stuck. And so over the years... Um, I, I, you know, lead Sila for churches, my own, my own church, but lots of other churches and, and retreats. And matter of fact, where, where Phil and I really, we didn't meet there originally, but where we really kind of hooked up down at a place called Lady Lodge in Texas, I oh, often yeah. go down there and, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. do this kind of thing. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of what it's flowed into. And um, I've, I've created a number of audio recordings that, um, that are kind of, you know, indicative of of, uh, of a SELA service as well. Hmm. So you actually go somewhere and create that service for, for people. Is that, yeah. is that right, Jeff? Yeah. That's right. That's right. And I'll facilitate in it. And um, there are, you know, depending on who I'm working with or if it's just, you know, just a small group or whatever, um, they're, you know, usually readers assigned and whatnot. And, uh, but like mm-hmm. I said, there's a, there's a strong emphasis of silent prayer. Um, of course, you know, we we pray on our own, but there's something that's very special when people come together and pray with one another, and particularly mm-hmm. pray at length with one another silently. There's something that's very, very um, neat and rich about that, and uh, and that's one of the things that this this particular service emphasis, emphasizes. Hmm. So what... Um do you think there's a, a growing interest in in this kind of contemplative worship in the church today? Um, I, I don't. I, I don't. I, you know, it's 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 borrowing from. Um, uh, I mean, it's built on a on a tried and true age old tradition that is prim- primarily a monastic tradition. But but you know, the idea of a contemplative uh, worship and and praying. Uh, silently with one another. That that's something that's been going on. <laughs> it, 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 you know, I mean, even before Christ. I mean, and, uh, uh, mm-hmm. the Jews, you know, practiced it that way. And it, it's always been part of their of, of worship. And um, it's not just Christian worship. It's you know, there are other uh, there are other uh, religious traditions that that also utilize the same thing of of of, of just being quiet. Mm-hmm. But but uh, I, you know, it, it it is it is and has been always something. Um, I would hesitate to um, to label what I'm doing as as at all significant. I think I'm just kind of tapping into something that's already there. I have noted that um, there does seem to be a move, um, even amongst mainstream Protestant churches uh, or, or independent churches, towards this kind of thing, or at least including it as part of what they're mm-hmm. doing in their. Mm-hmm. Uh, in their weekly expression of worship, and I think that's a really good thing. I think it's I think it's great because I, if if anything, my observation is is that the scales are tipped a little bit too loud right now in in worship. There's a there's a for, for my taste, there's just, there's just a little bit too mm-hmm. much noise and a little bit too much going on. There's not enough space, and uh, mm. I think a lot of people are desiring um, yeah. more space and more silence in their expression. Hmm. I have to agree with wow. that too. I think there's so much uh, bombardment of sonic noise, and mm-hmm. you know, and we've got all these uh, all these things that we're 
that we're listening to and paying attention to and holding on to and talking into and looking at. And, and sometimes I find that uh, when the Lord says, be still and know that I am God, it mm. doesn't mean that it necessarily has to be void of of beauty. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and sometimes mm-hmm. music, as instrumental music, for instance, uh, can really provide the space that you need, you know, because... Uh, oftentimes we hear melodies in our heads, and I, as a musician, I, I still do. And um, and and it's something. It's an emotion. It's something that you want to tap into. So it's like uh, you know, we I get around those guitar strings, or and I and I and I and I search out chords or alternate tunings or emotions that could be conveyed through the fretboard, and that's. Mm-hmm. That's something that I, I look forward to doing. I, I matter of fact, I, I did that this morning. I found another alternate tuning. And I've got <laughs> a, a big page full of different alternate tunings. And, and it, the thing that happens is it causes something new to be created that you've never done mm. before. And mm. I think mm. that's uh, quite exciting. Now, there have been times when I've had a hectic day, and I'll put my headphones on, and I'll listen to... Um, many times I listen to the album Jeff and I did, Frio or Water Sky, and it just mm. settles me down and I can just relax. It's almost like the old days when you didn't rush to get through a piece uh, and you listen to an entire mm. side of an LP. Remember those mm. times? <laughs> Remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> where it, it, you, know, it, you, yeah. you gave it your attention because you were in a, a place of stillness and a place of receptivity. Mm. And, I, and I love that. And uh, I hope to continue. I'm presently finishing up a new album it's it's my first electric rock gospel album in a long time and uh electric mm. guitar and a lot of singing a lot of a lot of co-writing and 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 I said to myself when I get done with this album what do I want to do I want to get back to making more instrumental music because you know that's mm. the ebb and flow of it all and it's and it's nice yeah. to be able to have the the choice to go from one to the other and like like Jeff loves to sing and he loves to worship, but I know he loves to play too, and I know he loves to just let his fingers, you know, uh, do the walking, <laughs> and <laughs> he does a good job at it. So there you have it. <laughs> Tell me, you know, you guys, I understand from your website, Jeff, that um, when you started doing this project, you and Phil, you. You were just sending um, your uh, digital, you know, downloads back and forth as you added to the project. You weren't together. You weren't in the same room. And as a matter of fact, that wasn't didn't appear to be the um, the, the plan in the beginning. And then you ended up being together. Um, tell me about that. And I, I just love to hear at least some one or two stories about your uh, touring experience. Uh, what what was that like? How do you think it was received? You know, um, yeah, just well, talk the, about well, that. Well, I mean, you know, the the, the beauty of, of what Phil and I did, uh, we were both we were both really mutual fans of one another's music for a long time. And I remember the first time I met Phil, how he told me and really caught me off guard how much he loved this record that I had done with the jazz bass uh, player David Friesen called Inner Voices. And I just was really that was really wonderful. Um, no, it's a fantastic it's, album. Yeah. So we 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 had this mutual respect. We 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 really both we were at Lady Lodge and and Phil's wife Byrne and my wife Suze was there and we just we had a great hang and 
before we left, um, it was kind of like, uh, gosh, it'd be fun to do something, you know. And uh, so we, so I, you know, I I kind of took the bull by the horns and I sent Phil a track, uh, just a basic track, and and he sent something back and. We did this with no intention. We had no intention of making a record. We had no intention of doing anything significant with it. We just did it for the pure fun mm-hmm. and enjoyment mm-hmm. of doing mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. and I think that's what that's what what it was so fun, delightful about it. And and we we you know there was a point at which we both said to each other, I guess we're making a record. You know, but but that was after <laughs> three songs or so were done. And mm-hmm. and so that that that's what led that process led to the release of Frio Suite. And I don't really think we thought, well, let's do, let's keep doing more of these. It really wasn't until about three years down the road that I approached Phil again, and and we kind of, you know, it was a different process, but it was the same deal. We never were in the same room, and and and, and again, that Water Sky happened very much the same way, um, you know, over time with no rush, no deadline, and mm-hmm. that was for both of us, I think, really rich because there's a tremendous respect that I have for Phil, and I sense that he has for me. It was. I think it was a lot more challenging. Uh, speaking for myself, um, the, the the tour, the touring of it. We had two other wonderful musicians that play with me, Brian Dunning and Wendy Goodwin, and joining us. And it was really the most fun. Actually, was putting the music together when we we rehearsed at Lady Lodge, and that was that was really quite a riot. But the the, the traveling mm-hmm. around, and I, you know, I know Phil's not a big fan of it, and I, you know, it was just hard. And I, I think actually. This kind mm-hmm. of music, I, I, I think, Phil, I'm not going to speak for you. I'll just speak for myself. I think, mm-hmm. I think, I just assume, you know, if we're going to do something down the road, we'll just do another recording. <laughs> so, that know, sounds that, good. That's my take. Now, Phil, you need to tell your take on it. But <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's 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 like uh, the music, you know, just uh, when we did it live, you know, I think, looking back on it. I, th- I wish we could have done like a big visual with lots of beautiful pictures yeah. and motion pictures yeah. because, yeah. Uh, you know, that's it would really help. I just saw an artist uh, recently, my wife and I went to see Muriel Anderson and her friend Brian, who is a, an amazing photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that uh, that picture called The Lightning Catchers. It's, it's, no. Uh-uh. It's, out, no. it's been out there on the Internet. It's it's. Pretty pretty amazing. Well, yeah. when she saw that, she said, "I got to get this guy to do my next album cover." And so I got them in touch, and they end up uh, becoming real mates, you know. And uh, uh, and but but he pr- produced videos and pictures, and and the music she did was like uh, songs that represent various countries and cultures where they visited together, and. Um, and it was really lovely to see that happen. That was yeah. something I wish we could have done on the tour, but we apparently didn't have the the budget for that. But that's a great <laughs> idea to do that with instrumental music. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think that that actually, I mean, I think in this day and age, um, that is a, a real logical way to go mm-hmm. uh, with with the kind of music that we do. Now, having said all that, what I just said, um, there is a live recording, Winter Sky Live, that mm-hmm. came out of the tour, which is a fantastic recording. I mean, it's it really captures. Um, I think mm, the the, the quartet uh, at a at a really high level, and everybody's communicating. That that was one thing I have to say that I really when I was on stage, when I was on stage, and Phil was over there on my left, and and Wendy and Brian were to my right. You know, the, uh, the what the, what musicians love is the conversation with other musicians when they're playing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. to me was the greatest joy was just to be 
sharing music with each other on stage, kind of oblivious of the. I mean, I was I was aware of the audience, but I it, every night it was different because those three mm-hmm. musicians, you know, Phil, Wendy, and Brian are just they're unbelievable musicians, and so every night I heard something different, and it was so amazing to just kind of experience that. Yeah. And uh, so this, this so that was that was song, really rich. Jeff, this style of music is not as there's there's a certain amount of improv, isn't there? I mean, it's not you don't do the same thing every time, right? Is it a little like jazz? Well, when I play, I mean, when that- I play with my trio, and I, I when I play with my trio, which is Brian and Wendy, and we just you know we did our Tell the Christmas tour this year. Yeah, every night's different. Um, I would not call myself uh, an improvisationalist. I, I I'm very much a a form musician, but I but within the form, I can listen mm-hmm. and I can adapt. But Brian and Wendy, and obviously Phil, are are extraordinary improvisationalists, and um, and so. Um, uh, the, the music does change every night. Now, if I'm, you know, doing a song with with words and stuff, you know, obviously that's a kind of more set piece. But, but yeah, the mm-hmm. instrumental stuff often does change every night, and that's what's mm-hmm. kind of fun about it. Wow. So, wow. are you going to play a song, John? <laughs> you know, I wish I could. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would love to. DJ, but, you know, Mr. Disc Jockey, <laughs> could you just could you spin a record for us? <laughs> You know, music, music on this on on this thing sounds so bad. You really wouldn't want me to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, maybe those who uh, get a chance, they can go online and hear this music, or you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's fun. Tell us, Jeff, how do we find? Um, we can't find your music. Uh, um, the oh, it's really even it's really the, easy. The music uh, we're talking get, about. If you just go to the ARKmusic.com site, you can stream all this stuff and listen to it for free. And and then if you like it, if you can you can buy it and go from there. So uh, that's that's kind of the world we live in these days. Is uh, yeah, uh, you have to give people, and that's I think that's great. I mean, I I think it's great that people can hear music. I love being able to hear other people's music, and and of course, you know, the follow through is that if you like it, you really need to support it. So. And, but, yeah. uh, and Jeff, yeah. you, and Jeff, you have a new project out too, don't you? Well, I've got. Um, I'm working on a new project. I've got a couple things um, that are in the hopper right now that I'm doing with the trio. That's. Um, I'm not really even sure the, the title, but I put a single out called "Home Again" in December, and uh, uh, so yeah, so I'm wor- I'm working on that. And, and you know, uh, I know all you guys are. Phil, you're a grandpa, aren't you? You've got grandkids, don't you? Uh, no, I don't. We got granddaughters. Oh. We don't have any grandkids. Oh, for some yet. reason, I thought. Okay, well, I know John <laughs> is, and I, you know, Phil, you've probably seen. You probably saw my. I, I sent you. You saw that Christmas card I sent you, right? Mm-hmm. But Jonathan, it was great. Uh, we have this <laughs> amazing. Uh, the reason I'm going with this, guys, is because I just wrote this lullaby that I really like. <laughs> so, oh, so you know, good to you. That's that's kind of the thing. I, we live. You know, that's the one thing that's really changed um, mm-hmm. about. You know, it used to be that you had to get a record company, and then there was this all this this process yeah. of being able to put put something out. Nowadays, I mean, at least for me, my experience is if there's something that I like, that I really want my listeners to hear and my fans to hear, I just put it out. And um, I put you it out maybe it. digitally, and maybe if it's something that uh, is worthy, I'll put it out as a CD. Mm. But uh, And I know Phil just did this uh, Kickstarter uh, program, and and, um, and he's got that new record coming out. And you know, this is kind of the way we're doing things now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and what, but, but there, it can be kind of like an ongoing process where the artist is much more, um, connected to their listeners. 
there's more of a direct mm-hmm. line to their listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I both I, both Phil and I are blessed with having people who have been really committed to listening to our music over the years. And uh, very grateful so, for that. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. so that's an opportunity for us as artists to be able to um, directly share our music as it kind of comes. So well, Jeff. Jeff, okay, I'm going to get real practical or pedestrian. I don't know what kind of word you want to use for this, but but you know, it's a it's how you know how have you have you been blessed from somewhere? How have you made this work? You're not you're not making pop music that that sells mm-hmm. in large quantities. You know, you're making what you wanted to, and people don't get to make a living making music they want to make generally. Well, there used to be so, a time. I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple ways I can answer that, and I, I'll try to answer as honestly as possible. And I, you know, I believe that everybody has a different road. Everybody walk. Every artist walks a different road. There's not a set road that one yeah. walks. Um, but there used to be a time when um, you didn't have to necessarily be doing pop music, or you, you could. There's a. There was a. There were a lot of different kinds of music that were supported, and were distributed. And and actually had enough sales to sustain themselves if they were if they were managed right and and I was fortunate enough early on with the music that Brian Dunning and I made uh, that was you know put on Wyndham Hill and even on our own records okay. the whole contemporary Celtic thing we we were actually quite quite successful successful in a cool. in a way that could could sustain uh, you know a, a year to year effort not not a lifetime effort. Okay. Uh, living, but okay. and then also, you know, I've been married. I I, I have a fantastic wife, uh, and uh, we've been married. We'll be married forty years next September, and Susie has always worked up until this. Uh, she just retired actually at the end of the year here, and and she has always worked, and that has always been yeah. um, a, a stabilizing factor for those years when it's been, you know, the famine part, you right. know, and right. Um, right. so I've been very fortunate, very fortunate in that regard, and and as I alluded to at the very outset of the of this interview. Over the years, I've had they, I've had a few people who have just really helped me out. I mean, they have just really at, mm-hmm. at certain times have yep. really been not not unlike not unlike um, you know Phil or somebody like that doing a Kickstarter thing. It's been different, mm-hmm. but people coming through and, and helping me and, and, and doing a project or whatever, and that's kind of how it's been sustained. So, yeah, wow, wow. Is someone taking out? Uh, Phil, are you taking out your garbage or? <laughs> How'd you know that? I can't believe it. That's exactly what I just did. I'm holding the phone and I took a bag of garbage out to the to the garbage bin. It's amazing. You, Man, you got good ears, buddy. You got good ears. <laughs> that is funny. I just thought, wow, I'm listening, you know, I'm digging it, but I'm yeah, also being uh, helpful around the house. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm back in my studio room. So I'm I'm, I'm tying it back here. Oh dear. Well, my gosh. Um, After that, I'm not sure where to go. (laughs) uh, Uh, Well, we we really appreciate you taking the time to say hello to us. That's great, John. Thank you. And uh, again, like like last time I called in. I, I fondly remember playing on your Inside album, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, yeah. that was back in what '76. Yeah, and then you played on. Um, you, I've, <laughs> I've been hearing recently some of your work on uh, Casual Crimes, which you you might have forgotten. That was in New England. Remember, you did. You must oh. have come. Yeah, 
you must, or maybe Dan Russell brought it to you. Mm. I don't know. Oh you yeah, did, right. You did a couple. You did a couple tunes um, on uh, my Casual Crimes album. How about and, that? Uh, yeah, I think you were you were probably in New England. I'm sure you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember coming up there Dan, and Dan Russell would promote some concerts Dan and play up there with. Yeah, you were up there. Mark Hurd was up there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm. He, he roped concerts. you into it. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Oh God. Well, it's good. That's well, we're great. we're still we're still plugging away, and uh, like I mentioned, I've, I've had I've had a chance to, uh, you know, write with some friends that you may be familiar with. Uh, I've written a few songs this year. Uh, Tommy Coombs and Will McFarland and Ashley hey. Cleveland. Uh, you remember Steve Chapman, Steve and Annie Chapman, sure. Dogwood. Well, their oh, son yeah. Nathan is a great producer. Uh, he and I wrote a song. Another brother of mine, a friend named Rex Paul Schnelli, uh, we wrote a song. Uh-huh. I wrote a song with uh, Lionel Cartwright and uh, Mike Pacelli, uh guitarist friend of mine. Uh, so there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of lot of fun variety. It's fun collaborating. Cool. Here I am collaborating yeah. with a vocal album. Oh, and Gordon Kennedy's yeah. also worked with me, and uh, so it's it's great. Uh, to 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 branch out and be stretched, you know. At my age, I still, you know, <laughs> pliability is really Wonderful. something you can't take for for granted. You know, if you yeah. if you got is it, got to be pliable. Is this, is mm-hmm. this your Kickstart project? Is this the Kickstart uh, project that uh, Jeff talked about? Yep. Uh huh. And then it is. So you're gonna? Are you gonna? Uh, who's gonna put it out? Are you gonna do it yourself? How how we? Well, I've been that? independent now since 2002, mm-hmm. and so uh, okay. it's probably going to just be an indie album, uh, but we're hoping to press up at least 300 uh, vinyl for it for the first mm-hmm. time since uh, uh, When in the Weed or Sunday's Child as last uh, pressed wow. record, you know, back in those days, in the late 80s. But, um, wow. uh, yeah, and, and I hope to maybe perhaps have a, a deluxe edition version of it so there's more songs that people can get a hold of. Because we've got more songs than we could use, and and uh, so uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it is, and, and may the Lord be uh, glorified through it too. Uh, we love lifting up His name. So fantastic. Yeah. Well, Jeff, what are you uh, what are you currently working on? What are you excited about in terms of your music? Well, I'm uh, like you know, like I said before, I'm. Um, I've got about um, eight, nine instrumental things that I'm working on that uh, are very, very, fairly sublime, fairly um, simplistic. Is not quite the right word, but uh, they're they're very um, they're very open, and uh, uh, it features it features Brian Dunning and Wendy Goodwin, and uh, a little okay. bit of a little bit of bass playing by uh, a guy named Phil Baker who plays. Um, who plays in the band Pink Martini and is, is a good friend of mine, uh, lives down in Portland. And um, so, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. I, but, again, I'm, I'm kind of whittling away at it. Um, I'm not uh, really trying to get it out by a certain time. And I, I think I'm actually mm-hmm. going to release a few of the songs, like, one at a time in a digital fashion, mm-hmm. and then um, eventually I'll put it all out in a CD later in the year. So that's that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. And, and then okay. in addition to... In addition to creating some of these new Sela audio projects, and um, I'm just kind of doing what I do. So, and being a grandpa. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Awesome. I just I just got started on that about two months ago. Just Good. Okay. Years. All right. Yeah. Wow. So we're all new. Yeah. Yeah. So we're you and yeah. I. Are new. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I got two more two more questions for both of you. 
Um, okay. Uh, start start with uh, start with Jeff. What do what do you do? What else do you do besides your music? Like to do? Ah. Well, um, you know, most of the things that I I, I mean. Again, uh, going back to our earlier conversation about, you know, having your own record company, pretty much, you know, everything that I do kind of revolves around some aspect of, of keeping that going. Now, now, having said that, I mean, I do have a regular life as well. And, um, and so I, you know, I, I spend time with, with family and friends just like anybody else. And um, I, li- I read a lot. I listen to a lot of music. Um, yeah, I mean, um, cool. and, well, cool. I, I, you know, I... I I will say this, um, this last year particularly, I've been helping out with my 89-year-old dad a lot, too, who lives nearby me, but I go mm-hmm. in four mornings mm-hmm. a week and help him out. So that's, uh, that's, a, that's definitely a season that I'm in right now, and a lot of us are in, uh, just caring for our parents. Yeah. So, um, so that pretty much, uh, that pretty much takes, uh, takes up most of the day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, I also spend some time uh, visiting friends, elderly friends, friends that are... Um, struggling and uh we I get together uh on a regular basis with some of the old timers from the old early Jesus music days and we have lunch and we visit and each time we have a lunch we uh once a month we we uh we group up with different individuals so we can catch up with each other mm-hmm. and pray for each other and mm-hmm. uh do that uh and I also drive a really big tractor on my lot no I don't yeah <laughs> I don't. I don't have a tractor, but I like to do. I like to mow the grass. You know, I like to do yard work, and I like to ride my bike very much. And I love to visit with friends and help Bernadette in any way I can, without getting in her hair too much. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a rider mower? No, you do have a rider. No, have a no, I like a push. A I like a push mower. It's it's got wheels. Okay. You know, okay. I'm walking on the ground. <laughs> it's got wheels. Nice. It, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's one of the latest uh, editions. You know, it's fantastic, and, I, and it also mulches. I had a rider mower in New England, and we had uh, about a quarter of an acre in, in the back. And uh, about every couple of weeks during the summer, I, I would go out. It take me four hours to do the whole thing, and it was my favorite thing mm. to do ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It That's is fun. Just being oh, outside yeah. uh, is awesome, you know. And a, yeah. and a nice cold guys, beer yeah. afterwards. And I say, mm. yeah. There you go. So, that sounds good too. Uh, yeah, it's just just living life and loving those in our lives, you know, our families yep. and our friends. It's just something yeah. you don't want to take for granted. It's it's a real no. special and precious thing. Yeah. One more yep. question. One more question for both of you. Um, what is something um, out of this whole conversation that we've had? that our listeners, anyone who will hear this, because people, most people will be listening to this maybe even after tonight because we get a lot of people listen to these on demand. So what mm. what is something our listeners can take away from this discussion we've had tonight besides a CD, which we hope they do? <laughs> okay? What, what, well, what, would you, what, well yeah. uh, what, I, what, what I would say is that, um, you know, again, I – I go back to my earlier comment about God's symmetry and relationship, and God working through relationships. And I, you know, I just kind of I, I've, I've had a big smile listening to both of you talking tonight, and mm-hmm. the fact that uh, w- you know we've we've experienced the things that we have individually, but also you know that the times we've shared uh, friendships that we've had. Obviously, in the case of Phil and I, the, the music that we've shared, these are things that um, 
these are these are rich things. These are things that not the mm-hmm. relationships and the the ex, just the basic experience of those relationships are are just so. I, I think it's where God works. I think it's where God where God often dwells the, um, most profoundly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, that that's a takeaway. The other thing is is that um, um, everybody has they all have some. Everybody has something to do in the economy of God. And um, and you know we you know I do music. And uh, and yet that's not all I do. And and mm-hmm. uh, you, you know you guys have both said the other things that you're doing. But 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 the important thing is, is that we all do it with a, uh, or we try to do it with a mindset that is um, that that shows gratitude, and 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 gives God glory in all things. And um, mm-hmm. the the idea that Phil talked about, you know, when he was talking about uh, instrumental music earlier, when he alluded to waiting for God, I think. Um, you know how many times does that appear in the in, in the Psalms? And I, and 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 so I I'm just I'm I'm learning I I'm still learning this, but I'm I'm nearly 60 years old, and um, I I'm becoming I'm, what I'm what I'm pleased about is that I'm becoming more content with just being still, just waiting, and just being content with what I have, with what's and not not being driven to be known, being driven to be successful, um, just being content. And so, anyway, those are some some of my takeaways. Yeah, that's very good. Wonderful. Uh, I, I feel that um, in in the times we live in, there's more fear. People are apprehensive, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people are in, on, on guard. And uh, and you know, the, in a way, it's really truly uh, we, we are in perilous times. But I think that uh, uh, if more people became musicians, took up an instrument instead of fists. You know, I think we would we'd be a happier planet. We'd be a happier people. And here's the thing: ever since I was a, a kid, you know, and I was uh, on stage sharing the stage uh, with uh, people who were gifted and talented of all races, you know, and we just loved each other. We just enjoyed each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and uh, the tension, the only tension there was was uh, the the tug and mm-hmm. the and the tug, you know, in the beat, you know, it wasn't so much <laughs> in our in our personalities. We we mm-hmm. we loved mm-hmm. each other and we got along and uh, and uh, mm. and many many of those people I'm still friends with 45 years later. And so, mm. Uh, mm. so I, I would love to see more people turn to turn to God in faith and discover Jesus and who He is, and also take up an mm. instrument. You know, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Gentlemen, I can't can't thank you on that for a while. Uh, (laughs) Pick up Jesus, Jesus and an instrument. That's, that's, uh, you know, you guys, that's what my, you know, we, uh, that's what my son is doing. He's uh, six. We have a 16 year old, believe it or not. And Mm. um, yeah, I got it. I got him a left, uh, Phil, I got him a left handed guitar because he's left handed. And, a, and an amp for Christmas, and uh, mm-hmm. he's 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 starting into it. He's he's starting Good. into it. How old is so, he? Sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> and that's great. We I start giving my son to... Ian. Huh? Mm-hmm. Go, Go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't we, mean to interrupt you. Some, we've been through some really tough times. Uh, that's all I wanted to say. But uh, things are, uh, you know, things are working themselves out, and I. The interesting thing Sweet. is, uh, you know, we had we had Chandler really late, and uh, mm. but I think 
I think he's he's the most spiritual of all three of my kids, and and uh, oh. and I stand back and you know he's he's had a struggle with drugs. He's had he's had a tough tough road in his very very short life. He's he's gone through a lot already, but mm. he's on his he's on his way, and I I really believe he's going to uh, be an effective uh, minister of the gospel. He's mm. he's an amazing oh, kid. amazing kid. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. God bless him. God so, bless him. Yeah, That's really. Great. Amen. Um, I, I've got a son I, uh, I'm very proud of. He's he's quite a good musician and good singer and plays many instruments and produces. And uh, His name's Ian. And, uh, yeah, check him out sometime in SoundCloud. He's, he's got some really good, good okay. things going down. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, you guys. I can't thank you enough. And Phil, this is a. I I didn't expect you to be here the whole time. I just am elated. So thank you so much for sharing this with us. Really uh, glad to visit Jeff, with you both. Great. Yeah, love you guys. Yep, thank you yep. too. Okay, take care. Too. Let's let's okay. Let's do it again sometime. All right. Okay. Cool. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. See you, Jeff. See ya. See you, Phil. Bye.